0: Welcome to the Junction podcast, everybody. I hope that wherever you're listening to us uh, and tuning in, you're having a fantastic day, and we hope to keep you entertained for the duration of this podcast. It is also our first podcast for Junction, so if there's any clerical mistakes, please do let us know. We're more than happy to take the input and apply it to the future episodes. My name is Jasper Kurenemi. I'm your host at the Junction podcast. I'm a Junction alumni, and now I'm here today with the current Junction CEO, Ida Loukkaan-Huhta, to have a little bit of an intro chat to actually what is Junction and what is it all about in the world of hackathons. Welcome, Ida.
1: Thank you so much, Jaspo. My name is Ida loukkaan and like uh, Jaspo already said, I'm the current CEO of
0: Junction. If I understood correctly, you also have some previous Junction experience before joining as a CEO. Could you tell us a bit more about your Junction path before your current position and role?
1: Yes, sure. So everything started in 2020 when I started school in Aalto University in studying bioinformation technology. And a good friend of mine introduced me to Startup Sauna and kind of just asked me ad hoc, would you like to be a volunteer in Junction? And at that time I didn't know anything about Junction. I had never heard of it and I also had never been to Startup Sauna before. So like everyone knows that was the years of the pandemic, so it was an empty hall hall that we went to when we entered Startup Sauna, but kind of the vibe and the thing that we kind of did there, like the people that I met were very welcoming me with open arms and it was very interesting to kind of be, be there. Then I was the social media team member, so kind of got a kind of a bit of an understanding of what is Junction, but not like the whole picture. Then the next year, 2021, I was the team lead of Gather since we had a hybrid event then so we had online and offline so i kind of uh, took the role on and had my own team and then we gathered the the online platform for it then the next year so last year i was the head of people the whole year round and that was kind of the turning point when i actually understood like the the like the smaller details of junction and why what is it all about and kind of like really grew into that role and that kind of helped me to find the path to be the CEO of Junction this year,
0: nice and what a cool story to kind of see see the path of, from being a volunteer to actually running the entire show as a, as a CEO. Uh, and to all of the listeners, if you're unfamiliar with Junction and its different structures, how it works is that there is a small full-time team that, that runs the day-to-day stuff, but it's mostly run by volunteers, hundreds of them each year, so that we can make sure that everything happens correctly and, and we have the manpower to do it. But before maybe diving deeper into Junction in its current state, I think it's nice to also look back a little. Junction was founded as a concept in, in 2015. Alto ES board visited the US and, and saw a hackathon happening there. And had the idea that, you know, this could be something very cool for us to do also in Finland. And, and you know, from there, of course, the idea has then expanded. And now Junction is operating on multiple different continents and, and many different countries. But from the 2015 on, there were two years where we were kind of piloting and testing everything out. And then in 2017, it was actually formed into a company that it is nowadays. And maybe, Ida, could you tell us a bit more about the key changes maybe from your point of view that has been Uh, happening in Junction between let's say 2015 and and today and and kind of what sort of development curve has it been for Junction in in these years?
1: Mm -hmm, Sure and I think I can also state kind of the mission and the vision because even though a lot has changed but the core values and the ideas of behind Junction have always stayed the same so I would first like to start with that. Why was Junction found in the first place? It was the idea that we believe that we can make the huge impact, like really really make an impact to the world using technology. We also need a, a lot of great people around us because, of course, you can go so far alone, but you can go a lot further with the great people around you. So the idea was to kind of get people excited about technology, make people understand that they can really make an impact to the world with great people using technology. So that was the first agenda. And the other one was to bring talented people, skilled people to Finland and kind of like also brand Finland as the place for innovation and entrepreneurship and a place for a country for uh, opportunities. So that has stayed the same from day one. And but a lot has also changed. So of course, we are not only uh, operating locally in Finland, but also globally. And that has also stayed like it was introduced in the first years I think first year was 2017 or 17. 18 something like that yeah. but we have expanded a lot since that so kind of the core values have stayed the same every year is the same we want to make the best hackathon ever and that is like the, like the goal there is. But also what we want to do is we want to kind of spread the awareness of or the excitement of technology like even further, more globally, increase the brand visibility so that we can actually reach as many people as possible globally.
0: And I think that's a very good and kind of also a very occurring theme and topic that, that you're uh, kind of going after, not only from the perspective of innovation and, and kind of creating new tech and new technology innovations, But especially regarding kind of bringing talented people, for example, to Finland, but also into the other areas where Junction is active and and kind of introducing new audiences to to sort of the work life within tech. And I I, I think that's very commendable. I think my one question could be that, you know, talking about this sort of a a people perspective and and getting people to sign up to, to the events and... Getting them excited to work in the events with the event partners, different companies and institutions and entities, and not only, of course, during the event. But then the tricky part is actually getting them excited to also continue the work, maybe going as an employee to said company or doing a project or continuing their hackathon project Uh, also after the event with the company. How do you tackle that sort of issue? Because talent is the number one issue, for example, currently in Finland and especially foreign talent. How to get them here, how to make sure that they're integrated into the society and how to make sure that we find the right opportunities for those people. So Ida, how do you then see Junction's role uh, playing into, for example, the recruitment uh, process of, of foreign talent and, and the importance of these sort of movements and actions that, for example, Junction is taking when introducing new uh, foreign talent, the Finnish uh, employer markets. Uh, how do you see a p- part playing in this? Because there are a lot of issues and a c- lot of current issues on, on this topic. And it's, of course, important that they get changed and fixed. But how do you see kind of Junction's role playing into this?
1: Like you said, Jasper, yes, there are a lot of things that we cannot affect on, but we do play our part as much as we can. So kind of, we want to introduce people globally about Finland and kind of like showcase that that's like the country for innovation and entrepreneurship. So the first thing is to get them here, to kind of visit here and to see how this country looks like, what's the, the atmosphere and is it something they would wish to live in. Then of course, we hope that all of our actions are seen in the government, not only what we do, but also different organizations do, kind of to to bring those people in, because of course we know that we need people here in Finland, and that is the thing that we we do the best we can, and we hope that it's seen so that the kind of the policies regarding people moving here and uh, getting work here makes uh, becomes a bit easier for the
0: future. I mean that's that's just great, and I think it's important to have. Such players as Junction and and many others, kind of paving paving the work, so that in the future these processes and and the policies surrounding the processes can be a lot easier and smoother. And hopefully we can see a spike in talented people coming from abroad to Finland to to really boost our uh, companies and and the uh, needs that they have. But I think moving on to a next question and and maybe a next topic as well. No. So Ida. You also mentioned uh, in the beginning that you have some volunteer background and myself used to be a volunteer before then progressing into a full-time role within Junction. Uh, and I was just wondering, what is the big part and, and why does Junction choose to to have volunteers as such a big part of the organization? Uh, I mean, they are an invaluable resource for, for the organization to make sure that we can pull together all these great events globally and, and reach all the thousands and thousands of people that we do. How do you kind of see why why do why do we feel like it's it's good to have volunteers? Because if we look at the space, there's been some backlash every now and then that for companies such as Junction, not Junction specifically, that you know volunteers are seen as easy, uh, so to say, "quote unquote" easy uh, labor, uh, because you know you, for example, wouldn't be willing to to spare the buck, so to say, to to have more full time people. How do you see kind of the volunteer role playing into the organization?
1: Well, at first I have to say that we value our volunteers very highly because we wouldn't be able to do anything without the volunteers. We have a core team of nine here in Finland and not only in Finland, but also in the global organizations, we wouldn't be able to do it without the volunteers. So and. To also mention that, of course, that's like the other side of the the paper, like you could say that they are easy labor and, well, why don't they do it for the money? But what I feel and what I can personally say from my own perspective is that you get so much more out of it. It feels like you're putting money into the bank uh, now that you're volunteering because you get uh, more experience or more ownership that you would have had before. You get a great community around you. you meet like-minded people, you have the space and the people around you to actually like try out new things you can fall you can do mistakes but then you kind of learn from them and after that after your volunteer experience people see that it was worth it they want to come again like we have a very good retention of volunteers which showcases the fact that they actually feel that they get something out from it you cannot value that in money because then you can use those experiences you can use those learnings you can use those connections with new people in the future even more than you understand in the beginning
0: Definitely. And I, I think that's a very good angle. And of course, the other angle you can look at it uh, from is that Junction is, even though it is a an official company, it is still a not-for-profit company. It's, for example, owned by the Finistar Foundation, which, uh, you know, is a non-profit organization. And the idea behind Junction has never been to turn out the maximum amount of profit and to make sh- somebody rich. It's always kind of be more about that community spirit and and making sure that, you know, we can do the most good and we can have the largest impact possible without having the extra pressure of churning out the maximum amount of profit. And also, I think the other thing worth mentioning here, and you can correct me if I misspeak, is that it's also very much about the students and giving students new opportunities and opportunities, like you said, having more ownership uh, than they could have, for example, in work life at this point and you know one of the strong suits for example junction having such strong ties with not just with Alta university but many different universities globally is that we're able to give students that sort of real life experience to support their studies and and to give them more opp- opportunities so that at that point when they graduate and and they're moving on to actual work life they have a little bit more tools to actually survive that and it won't be such a big of a shock
1: yep and i think some things to mention for example Leading a team. I, I, I also want to say at this point that all of the volunteers have their rights. They can choose the team they want. They can choose if they want to be in a like a tech volunteer, if they want to be like the operational volunteer in the marketing. So they have the right to choose what interests them and what is something they want to get like l- learnings out of and the experience. So I feel like because it's something it comes f- from them, it comes from their interests. They want to do it because they want to learn something new. So, in that sense, they like actually know in the beginning already that, okay, these are nice that I want to, I get to test this out. Maybe I've read about this or maybe I've studied this. But this also helps in getting that experience. Like, like let's say, leading a team, you don't get that uh, experience sitting in school. That is like one example of uh, what volunteers get
0: out of it. Exactly. Very well said, Ida. Then I think we could do yet another topic because, as said, Junction has grown from one event into multiple different events. And it's not only just the one main event in the finish November and the lovely slush rain that is keeping us busy or keeping you busy during the year. But there are also a lot more different aspects, especially internationally, regarding Junction. Uh, could you tell us a bit more maybe about the international side of junction and what sort of activities does that include and and what does it look like?
1: Yes, so um, I think we will go later on to the events that we have in Finland. So we have a portfolio where we have four in Finland and then we also have the global aspect of junction. So we have a concept of junction X, And the idea is to get those collaboration organizations globally and kind of be in very close connections with them. And the idea is that they can then locally, because they know their market, they know their audience there, they kind of spread the word of Junction. So excite people about technology, make them understand that they can actually make an impact. So kind of they are doing everything that we are doing here in Finland, but in their local cities and countries and continents. And at the moment, it has grown a lot. So, if, Like I said previously, we've had our Junction X already, 2016, the first ones. And of course, the COVID affected our collaborations for a few years. But now we have also had the focus to expand and really activate those Organizations again, and at the moment we have achieved a lot. So we have locked in sixteen Junction X's that are hosting their events before our main event in Finland in November. And the idea for them is to, what I said, excite people about technology, kind of bring those participants and their local companies together, and make uh, like make them have the impact and get new recruitment, get new innovations, all that. But also kind of to promote our main event. So all of the winners of Junction X's get a golden ticket to our main event and the idea is that that is the way for us to kind of show that Finland is a place for innovation and entrepreneurship and all that.
0: And I think yet again repeating myself of course sounds sounds amazing I think it's also important that you know you don't always need to reinvent the wheel Mm -hmm. meaning in this case and what I mean by that is that we've seen something work very well here in Finland And instead of kind of letting people figure that out themselves uh, elsewhere, we can be kind of the tool and the means to, to help people reach that sort of same sort of an aha moment or mm-hmm. eure- eureka moment that, oh, there really can be actual good and, and, and things getting out of, of hackathons. So yeah. I think it's it's cool to kind of see that global spirit growing and, and the kind of junction becoming more of a movement yeah. uh, instead of one singular event in, in Finland each year. Yeah, uh, and
1: I think also to say that it's, I feel that the organizations globally really value the feeling that we are there to support them like and it's also not that we are the link between all of the junction X's but if we've also done a network where all of the junction X's it doesn't matter where in the world you are they can also communicate with each other and if they're like let's say in Asia or wherever in the world if when they have similar uh, markets for example they can utilize and do some kind of brainstorming and see what works what doesn't and kind of use those each other's experiences so we are not only the link between all of them but all of it get the benefits from the different organizations
0: a very good addition thank you <laughs> <laughs> and actually you mentioned that you also have a event portfolio in finland and i think that now that we've heard the global aspect of junction it can also be interesting to hear what actually happens within finland each year uh, could you open up a little bit this yeah. part of junction as well
1: yeah so the first uh, first to state why are we here? So like, what do we do? We've hosted different events throughout the years, but we found out that the hackathons are the best way to bring us, uh, to kind of uh, bring the value that we want and excite people, etc. So at the moment we have four events in our portfolio happening in Finland. The first one was the Solve the SDGs. We did it together with Aldo Ventures program. And the idea was to, the name says, to solve the sustainable development goals that we have. Uh, We had uh, partnering companies that came to bring out their challenges regarding some of those uh, development goals. And then our participants came up with solutions to tackle those problems. That was a great success. Then the second one was Nexus. And that was an event hackathon that we piloted last year and it's mainly the main audience is high school students so the idea is that it's not that uh, tech skilled or uh, you don't need to be a coder to attend but the idea is to kind of introduce high school students to hackathons to technology to kind of make them understand that it's like problem solving you have a problem and you come up with the solution and you work in a team you have a great weekend where you actually can make an impact and then represent your solution to the partner company. That was also very successful. It was in the beginning of May, so not that a few weeks back. Then we will also have a very, that is like a casual, very fun event that we're having. Not to say that the other ones wouldn't be fun, but this the name of the event is Stupid Hack. And the idea is to kind of like have a good time. We don't have any partner companies, so we usually just have a theme. It can be... Last year we had scams, so the idea is just that the participants that come in can actually do anything that they want regarding the theme, and it can be the idea is for the um, submissions to be funny and or stupid. So that is something very light. And then the last one, the crown jewel of uh, Junction, is our main event. Like jaspo said, it's hosted every year in November. This year it will be a tenth to twelfth of November, and that is like the biggest thing that we do like even though we have a lot going on that is still the one event that we're actually focusing on working towards every year to kind of make it the ground jewel and make it the best hackathon it can in the world it can be in the world
0: nice very nice. And I actually wanted to maybe grab on a little bit regarding two of the events that you, you mentioned separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, one will be the Solve the SDGs, but the other one is is Nexus. And let's start with Nexus, because it just happened. We're, we're recording this podcast just two weeks after Nexus event wrapped. Uh, so I think it's also nice to kind of have a little bit of a thought, why is it actually such a topical event? Uh, I remember last year, the Finnish startup community, which is kind of the uh, body guarding the the sort of uh, rights and policies regarding the Finnish startup ecosystem, wrote an article in Helsingin Sanomat, a Finnish newspaper, where it was stated that only 3% of high school students actually study programming at the moment. And I think that's a very worrying number. I hope that this year it has, it's gone up and, and we will see it rising uh, rising rapidly in the, in the coming years. But when thinking about kind of the times that we're living in, we're going through the fourth industrial revolution regarding the kind of time and, and of AI and very rapid technological advancement. And we're seeing even traditional industries moving more and more towards uh, kind of technological advancements you know we're talking about wood companies we're talking about those tr- very traditional manufacturing industries they're all going more and more high tech and and even high tech companies are going even above high tech and and we can kind of see the development uh, happening and at the other side of things we have as as we spoke about earlier the kind of issue of of having capable foreign talent coming to finland because it's currently so hard and the processes are so stiff that it's it's not feasible for that many of those of of those professionals to come here. I think the next fits very well into this sort of a gap to kind of incentivize high school students to get excited and and to kind of get motivated by technology and and the possibilities that it introduces you to and and the sort of different work aspects that you can find from de- technology and i think that's a very interesting angle or also for nexus that is, it's not just one more event for for high school students or for junction but it's, it actually has a bit more of a uh, societal meaning and it has as a kind of real place educating sort of the future talents, as, as they say, uh, to grow up becoming a bit more tech-savvy and becoming a bit more interested mm-hmm. in the tech world. Would, do okay. you agree or, or do you disagree?
1: Exactly, I do agree with you. And I do feel like we want to play our part also in this because, of course, we need the people, we need the talented people to come to Finland. But there is also so much potential in the people living in Finland already. And that is a sad number that you just stated. And let's hope it's higher this year and in the future as well. And of course, the schools play a big part in that. So of course, like when I used to be in uh, high school, they didn't ta- tell about coding or like tech specifically. But I do feel that that has like, shifted to a better situation at the moment i don't know the exact uh, kind of numbers like are they having coding lessons and i do feel that some schools have but we want to play our part in that to kind of make an exciting event not only because of the like the tech or the problem solving part but also kind of because it's a fun uh, activity for people to come it's a fun event to come there is like free food you get to meet new people you can like come up with some new, like, you can use your imagination. So there are a lot of aspects to kind of make that a nice event and then also at the same time introduce people to problem-solving and technology and that there is something, uh, they can have, like, a lighter spark inside them.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think that listening listening to you and, and listening to this conversation, I think, you know, Junction plays a big part in introducing students on different levels and, mm-hmm. and young people to kind of new different things that they can add to their already uh, existing skills. You know, high uh, high school students introducing them to tech and, and the possibilities of technology uh, as a profession or as a field of study later on, for example, in university. And also for, for example, university students, giving them the opportunity to really test out their skills that they've learned in school in, in kind of practice and, and having that sort of a work experience whether that's a volunteer position or whether that's a full-time position, but still giving those opportunities to really put yourself to the test and, and see if you know there is something still you need to learn in order to reach something that, that you set yourself for a goal.
1: Yeah, what I feel like is, I feel like Junction is a playground in the real world where you actually get to try out anything you want and kind of see if something works. We're doing it because we want to make a good impact and everything that we does, like everyone makes mistakes sometimes, but this is a, like perfect place and a space for people to try out new things, make the mistakes, learn from them, and then kind of continue with their journey onwards.
0: Definitely. But maybe going back to the Finnish event portfolio, I said that I wanted to touch upon two, now we ju- just did one, uh, and a very interesting conversation on, on Nexus. But I think equally as as important of an event in Finland, uh, outside of the, the actual main event, is this all the SDGs that's now been running for three years, four years? This was the fourth year. This was the fourth happened. year, exactly. Could you tell us a bit more? Because I remember I was at Junction when we first started the event and the, when we first introduced the concept. And at the time, it was kind of still during COVID times and people were finding new aspects to everything kind of that had happened previously because we needed to uh, find new audiences, audiences to engage. Uh, and then we did the first of the SDGs, to kind of really test out if we can really combine the sort of tech innovation and and practical learning part with the sustainable development goals. And that's also where the name comes to the event, Solve the SDGs, which means that Solve the Sustainable Development Goals set uh, by the United Nations. It tackles the issues and problems and hurdles that kind of a safe and green and sustainable tomorrow is causing us today. And it, it's really an, an event all about kind of finding solutions and new solutions and innovations to tackle the issues of, for example, the climate crisis or climate warming, etc., uh, etc., et cetera, et cetera. everything that has to do with the Sustainable Development Goals. And I think it would be interesting to hear a bit how do you see the event actually playing a part in this sort of a bigger global stage where everybody has the common goal of of having a more sustainable tomorrow and making sure that the worst possible climate crisis imaginable doesn't happen. How do you kind of see this sort of an event playing part in this whole global scenario?
1: I think it plays a big part, a big role in a sense that those are massive questions like they're not they there's no any easy answers to them but the idea is that we just need to start somewhere we need to start making those steps that take us a bit closer to the goals that we want and kind of can achieve them and in that sense the first thing that we do in solve the seg is is that we bring the people together that like the bright uh, talented people to kind of the solve the problems of today and tomorrow so that the future would be brighter. So this is actually a place for the participants, the partners to kind of... get those new innovation, get those no, new ideas so that the companies that partner up with Junction in the event can actually start implementing. Because we have a lot of people, a lot of teams coming up with different ideas. It's kind of a way to start expanding your your thoughts about what can be done. What are the, like, the best options to go forward and proceed with? So I think with the companies that they partner up with our event, it kind of showcases that they are very willing and interested in getting those new ideas and innovations so that they can kind of proceed in their own operations.
0: Also, I think the sort of importance of this event comes from actually creating concrete solutions. Yep. Because the one thing that you see, unfortunately, a lot nowadays is, you know, people and companies, uh, you know, slapping the the SDGs logo on anything that walks or moves or exists and, and kind of greenwashing everything that they do, which isn't helpful for the overall crisis and and the kind of overall progress that institutions and companies like Junction are trying to make and achieve in this world to to kind of avert from from the global climate crisis uh so so to kind of see an event that that actually focuses on solutions instead of you know, Empty words or, or, or nice pictures is, is very refreshing and I do hope that this event continues and keeps on growing all the way until 2030 of course when when, sure. when the agenda <laughs> uh, agenda 2030 which includes the sustainable development goals is is up. Yeah,
1: and I think what the goal is also for the upcoming years is to actually scale up the event even more to actually make even a bigger impact get more companies involved, get more participants in because they have a lot of great ideas. And of course, because everyone has has ideas and like people, we have the answers. Like if we just like work together and if it's just like our goal to work together to come up with those solutions to kind of make the future a bit brighter a lot brighter then we actually need to start making actual like actions not only throw ideas up in the air because many people have them but actually like start proceeding with them and come them see make them alive
0: (laughs) (laughs) very well said i think the last thing that we can cover today is kind of future of junction now we're talking about a lot about where we come from mm-hmm. you know what things have actually come since 2015 and the first junction event the first single event after that you know junction has been able to build a global community reaching d- o- over different many and many continents and and countries uh, you've gathered in in your events uh over 25,000 participants over the years from over a hundred nas- different nationalities mm-hmm. and and it's been growing very well and in you know, the success story really is great. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's a true success story as well. You know, coming from kind of nothing and becoming such a big thing as, as Junction is nowadays. But of course, then the question that remains is, what's next for Junction? Where do you kind of see the future of Junction going?
1: I think the future of Junction goes to the, kind of with the same values and the same mission that we have, but to actually strengthen all, because people we have the power like not not us locally but everyone globally that we have this amazing community that makes an impact to the world that we can all like actually say that at the end of the day we're doing a great work for the world like we're we want we want to have those like new innovations that can, act, that can make the world a better place. We have like people together in the same community no matter of the borders of where you live but actually that everyone actually feels that they have a feeling of belonging somewhere and also to kind of excite them about technology and to actually make people not only understand that they can make an impact but also like be the f- driving force of doing those solutions and kind of making the impact for a better tomorrow.
0: I think that's very, very well said. And I know I will be closely following Junction's journey going forward. I think, as I mentioned, it's a great success story and and one definitely to keep your eyes peeled and set on. Uh, Thank you very much, Ida, for joining us in this first podcast episode. Uh, And I hope to see and reach all of you dear listeners again in the next one. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much, Jasper.